0: Hey, welcome to Feeling Twisty. In my last episode, Love and Lullabies, I talked about how I got into radio. And I told a little story about how I used imaginal scenes in my imagination and occupying the state that led to me being in radio. However, I had no idea that's what I was doing back then. Today I want to talk about uh, still in the vein of radio and talk about imaginal acts that I knowingly did and then their fruition. So, uh, for the past year, you know, a year ago, I started getting into participating in live calls, these global live phone calls, phone conferences with Mr. 2020 and groups, uh, people from his group, people that are like me. So, the very first one, we introduce ourselves and it comes up. Twenty Twenty says, you know, you have a voice for radio. You have a good radio voice, something like that, and perfect icebreaker. I said, well, I used to be in radio, and uh, a few live calls go on, participating in all of them. Lots of fun, and I think it might have come up again. He talks about me being in radio on um, the one of the last live calls that we did at the very beginning. Twenty Twenty just kind of throws it to me. He said, all right, Mike, take it. And he hadn't I had no idea he was going to do that. He just let me open it, kind of host the opening of the live call. so i'm I'm leading this live call for the first 10 minutes or so with people from all over the world, all different time zones. It's really cool. And it was after that live call, I was thinking, you know i I do miss. I used to say I would never get back into radio. I'm done with all of that. But I did miss it. I was thinking fondly of my memories in radio. And so I just dropped into a very brief state akin to sleep. Just a a few seconds and just imagined me back at the microphone. I imagined the headset, my headphones on. I felt the pressure of the headphones on my ears. Saw the microphone in front of me and I heard my voice through the headphones and then I dropped it. I felt it real, the reality of it. I could feel the headphones on, hear my voice through my headphones as I speak into the mic, and then I let it go. A few months pass. One day, I am sitting in the Taco Bell parking lot, uh, waiting to pick up my daughter from school. And I'm looking at Instagram and I see Oren Parker's got, uh, he got, well, I'd known he had his podcast. I hadn't really paid much attention to it before that, but on that day I was, I tuned into Paul Gonsolin, uh, his episode as a guest. And I'm looking at Oren's Instagram post and he makes, well, he's great at graphics. If you know Oren Parker, he does some kick-ass graphics. He works the magic with, uh, uh, what's it called now? Photoshop? Is that the name of the program? Wow. Now I sound like an idiot. I use Canva and very basic tools. He can—he creates things from nothing with graphics. Michelle does too. They're just, they're fantastic. They're so skilled. Anyway, I was admiring his graphic that he created promoting his uh, podcast. And I'm looking at it And I thought it was so cool how Paul's face and Oren's face is on this post, on the the graphic. And I think, I would like to be on Oren's podcast. I could share my story, talk about everything I've experienced over the past couple of years. And so, as I'm sitting there, I'm listening to Paul talk, Paul and Oren talk, and I just drop into a state akin to sleep, just a momentary moment where I close out everything around me and then I look at the graphic on Instagram and instead of seeing Paul's face in Paul's name I see my face with orange and my name on the post promoting a podcast with me as a guest and I just kind of dwelt there for a moment just a moment and then dropped it let it go didn't really think about it again, it, but it, I know that when I go into imagination and I feel something to be real, it must take place. We do it all day long. We're, we're dropping into states akin to sleep, even when we don't know it. You know, you get lost in thought and you imagine this whole argument you're having with somebody or well, you're planting that seed. We're doing it all day. Anyway, back to the story. So I, that was this past spring. It wasn't uh, just a few weeks later, I get a message from Gary Shannon. I used to work with him. He was a DJ at the radio station at one of the stations where I worked, inviting me to be part of this reunion radio show that was going to be on the local college radio station. It wasn't our original station, but that's the station that was hosting this re- day of reunion shows. And Gary invited me to be on the show with his co-host, Heather. I wasn't really a part of their show except for the news breaks. You know, I was the Les Nesman of the radio station. I was the news director. So I got to really be a part of several different radio shows in the morning. So anyway, Gary invites me to be on it. I find out later that... it. The director of that particular radio station, uh, if you're in town, if you're in southwest Louisiana, it's KBYS, MacNeice Radio. That's the station that put on this reunion show. He was not, I don't think he was even aware I existed, but so I wasn't part of the initial invitation. Gary told me later that I was kind of a, oh yeah, an afterthought kind of thing. Let me get Mike in here too. You see where this is going? I'm on the microphone. Headsets on, um, I'm at the mic, just like I imagined, just a month or so before. And within a week or two of that, I get an invitation from Orrin Parker. I'm sitting at the d- orthodontist with my daughter, and I get this message from Oren saying, Hey, Mike, I don't know if you've heard of it. I do this podcast called Find the Good News. Here's some links to it. You might w- listen if you're interested and I'm thinking, but dude, I so I so have heard of your podcast. I've been listening. And, and in that message, he, uh, he invites me to be on it as a guest. And I think, boom, there it is. So I screenshotted his invitation, him inviting me. I texted it to my wife because uh, I had told her about the little imaginal act in Taco Bell parking lot. So I get to be within a, a few weeks of that conversation with Oren, I am a guest on his podcast on Find the Good News. And I get to talk about really what I enjoy talking about uh, all the time is your imaginal acts become facts, that what you assume to be true is true, will harden into fact, that, er, that your concept of yourself and your world is what you experience. And so that's exactly what I got to talk about with Oren on his podcast. And during that conversation with Oren, it came up about maybe I should do a podcast. And here we are. I get to talk about, I'm on the microphone talking about the power of imagination. I love how things work out in a way that seems like such a natural way and totally would have happened on its own. So I imagined back months before about being on the microphone again, being back at the mic. And I get out of the blue, invited to be on the reunion show as an afterthought. Gary just, it popped into his head just a few days before the reunion show to invite me to be on it. Boom, I'm on the radio show. And then I find out, I know Tom Trahan, a friend of mine, heads the Brimstone Museum in Sulphur. He was listening to our reunion show and starts messaging us. About listening to us and how we sound great on the radio. And then I find out that Tom is the one that recommended me to Oren to be a guest on his podcast. And then I'm on the get on with Oren on Find the Good News, and he points out that maybe I could do a podcast. It might be a good idea. And here we are. I'm on the microphone, my own little, little, uh, lavalier that i bought from amazon not the fancy mics that uh, Oren has or that i had at the radio station but you see these two imaginal acts i imagined and i felt it to be real that i'm back on the microphone with the headset on at the mic it happened boom on the reunion show i'd also before that imagined me being a guest on Oren's find the good news with his uh, on his podcast And so to look at it, you could see, anyone could say, well, you worked with Gary, it's an afterthought. He thought of you at the end, at the last minute, invited you on. Tom happened to hear you. Tom remembered you might have some interesting stuff to say and mentioned it to Oren. And then Oren loves talking about podcasts and, and encourages everybody to do podcasts. And so what happened to you is nothing special. It's not really special Nothing special, meaning that it would what couldn't happen to anybody else. It happens to us all the damn time. We're always reaping what we sow. We're always harvesting those seeds we planted. Always. I just love how this all interwove together. Or wove together? Interwove? Is that even a word? You ever say a word that you've used before, then all of a sudden it doesn't seem like it's appropriate or that it's even real? Anyway. I like how these two specific intentional imaginal acts came together in a beautiful way all within a few weeks of each other. I love that. Neville in the... Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. I wasn't going to quote this, but I'm going to quote it real quick. In a lecture I'm reading of Neville's today called The Cross, it's from 1963, he says... uh, to don't fall into states. We fall into states all the time, unknowingly. We don't realize what we're harvesting. We don't recognize our own harvest. Things happen to us and we wonder, well, why the hell did that happen? How could this have happened to me? Because you imagined it. You assumed it to be true. You planted that seed yourself. We plant our own seeds and we harvest our own crops. Neville says, don't fall into it unknowingly. No, enter it with your eyes wide open, knowingly enter a state and occupy that state. I'm gonna read you. A, a, I'm gonna quote this because I want to get it exactly how Neville talks about when I talk about going, getting into a state akin to sleep. Your, uh, I call it your imaginal act. Twenty Twenty calls it uh, feeling it real. Uh, he refers to it. If you ever follow him on Facebook or his group, you'll see F-I-R. looks like what's spelled fur, but it stands for Feel It Real. So when you're doing these sessions or these imaginal acts, whether you're by yourself in a room with the lights off or driving down the road, you're, uh, you can do this. Now, to the point of closing your eyes and shutting out the world entirely, you might not want to do that while driving, but you can certainly feel it real go into imagination and plant seeds occupy a state while you're driving while you're talking with someone while you're at work so here we go the first step in changing the future is desire that is define your objective know definitely what you want so i i knew exactly what i wanted i wanted to experience being on the radio again and i wanted to be on orange podcast Second, construct an event which you believe you would encounter following the fulfillment of your desire, an event which implies fulfillment of your desire, something which will have the action of self predominant, so first-person experience. You're looking through your own eyes when you experience this. The third step, immobilize the physical body and induce a state akin to sleep. Then mentally feel yourself right into the proposed action. Imagine all the while that you are actually performing the action here and now. You must participate in the imaginary action, not merely stand back and look on, like, you know, visualizing it, like you're watching yourself from a distance. No, you must feel that you are actually performing the action so that the imaginary sensation is real to you. Experience in imagination what you would experience in the flesh were you now in possession of your objective. So, for me, that single act that I imagined, feeling the headphones on my ears, sitting before the microphone and hearing my voice, that's my little single action that I created in imagination and lived in imagination. And then it happened specifically happened. That but that me sitting at the mic with the headphones on
1: implied
0: I'm on the radio. I'm enjoying my experience on the radio. And it was just a very brief momentary scene. And then the with Orin's podcast with Find the Good News, I'm sitting in my truck looking at Instagram and just seeing my face on the post and my name on the post with Orin. I'm going to go on. Last quote. I simply imagine. Okay, let me go back. I'm not editing this either. <laughs> so sorry if you're listening to all of this. I'm not really sorry. But uh, I don't like editing. Not anymore. I used to. When I was in news, I had edited everything. It had to be perfect. Well, I'm done editing myself. And I'm done editing my life. You know what I mean? Don't edit yourself to speak what's on your mind. All right, for instance, if I single out as an event shaking a man's hand, then that is the only thing I do. I do not shake it, then light a cigarette and do a thousand other things. I simply imagine that I am actually shaking hands and keep the act going over and over and over again until the imaginary act has all the feeling of reality. The event must always imply fulfillment of the wish. Always construct an event which you believe you would naturally encounter following the fulfillment of your desire. I could have imagined a a number of things. I could have imagined me talking to Kim about it or someone saying, oh, hey, I heard you on the radio. Any of those. I could have imagined drinking a, a cup of coffee or drinking a martini. It's what I know that imaginal act implies. It's the implication. We use the imaginal scene to solidify it, to make it real in our imagination. That's all. It doesn't have to be, I was very specific, me with the, in front of the microphone with the headphones on. It could have been anything, but implied that my wish was fulfilled. I do want to say before I wrap up that me talking about and sharing my experiences and talking about the power of imagination. I love it. I love doing this. But it's not what makes me happy. And being on the radio, I didn't I didn't imagine being on the radio again because I that would make me happy. I didn't imagine being on Oren Oren's podcast because that would make me happy. I'm happy. Uh, I mean because I know who I am. I love life and I knowing that I can't blame anybody for my problems is, was freaking awful at first, you know, but it's liberating. So that's what I'm excited about. I did the whole imaginal act with the radio because I thought, you know, I really enjoyed that. I want to experience that again. It's experiences. I wanted the experience of being on the radio again. I wanted to experience talking with Oren because I loved how he hosted his his podcast. He pulls out some great stuff in his guests and I wanted to experience that. So none of my imaginal acts make me happy. No, I'm already happy because I know who I am. It's experiences. Every day we get to wake up and experience something wonderful or something really crappy. It's up to us. So what do you want to do today? Huh? Imagine up some wonderful experiences for yourself and none of them are gonna make you happy. Be happy already. Enjoy the experiences. Nothing outside of you can make you happy. So just enjoy the ride. Imagine up some cool stuff and instead of doing it unknowingly and just falling into piles of crap or piles of wonderful things, wouldn't you rather do it knowingly Do like Neville says, go in with your eyes wide open. Love you. This is Feeling Twisty.